Hello and welcome to A Slice of Cinematic Pie. I'm Callum and I'm joined here by Mike, Yo. Scott Hello. and Andrew. Hello. On this podcast we discuss all things cinema in a pie-related context, because let's be honest, who doesn't love pie? Allergy warning. Contains swearing, spoilers and e-numbers. Hello. Hello there. Hello there. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, right, this, so, this is our first uh, podcast, so if it sounds, seems a bit shambolic, it's because it is. We're using microphones we've never seen before. No. Uh, anyway, so, as Callum has already introduced us, we've got, there are Shih Tzu's barking in the background as well. Oh, for goodness sake. This, this is a great start. Yeah, it's brilliant. It doesn't matter, it doesn't matter, let's not stop. Let's not stop. In tin Give it up, will you? We, we've, yeah, anyway. I think so, he wants his ball. Yeah, that's the problem. What do you want? There's nothing here. Go away. Oh, he's, he, he had one of those packing things. Oh, that's what it was. What a tool. Right, you're not having it. Low and lay down, there's a good lad. <laughs> Lucky he's not dead. Go to sleep, <laughs> or we will put you to sleep. <laughs> anyway, so, we decided, we, what? We decided we were going to do this ages ago, and now we're doing it for the first time. So, we, we, uh, we were set homework uh, <laughs> three yes. of us were. Yeah, yeah. Somebody didn't get the memo. <laughs> <laughs> special guest. Yeah. Well, yes. Scott. Special appearance. Scott. Oh dear. Poor old Scott. So, Scott, the idea is every week we're going to review a film. Yes. That we have set ourselves homework to watch. <laughs> that yep. we have seen. Yes. <laughs> and that will help. Then, com- like, talk about the film in a pie related context. So, in terms of. Well, so, not just pie. I well, mean, no, bit, but a little, a little bit. bit. Yeah, it'll tie in. We'll conclude. Themed. We'll conclude Themed. in a pie. Okay, so this is why Scott Scott didn't get the homework. No. So the anyway, have we say what film we're reviewing yet? No. 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 Not the big reveal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <It's a big laughs> so the film is the new version of All Quiet on the Western Front. Uh, did very well at the Baftas. Hmm. Uh, we do. Some of us have already seen it. Some of us haven't. But Scott didn't get the memo, so he hasn't seen it. No. And what we hope from this is at the end of this, will he go and watch it or not? Will he buy on, the pie? Yeah. Of which we have described. Yeah. Depends on the flavour. Well, well you're going to get a taste it. for it now, aren't you? That's all point. <laughs> have you have you even seen the trailer? No. You haven't seen the trailer. So you've I'll got have no, no idea. idea it even existed until you got to hear what it's about. <laughs> no, all quite the I'm Western assuming front. it's something to do with the Western Front, but yeah, no, like idea. cowboys and Indians. Though. I mean, it could be. <laughs> do you not? Do you not have Netflix? Yeah, I've got Netflix. It's like blasted everywhere on Netflix. Oh, I wouldn't. Know. But it's not his thing, is yeah, it? It's not his thing. No. Yeah, not I'm his not thing. big in. I like. I enjoy. Uh, I imagine it's a war movie. Yeah. And yeah. I do like and enjoy war movies, but I think that some of them get to the point where it's just mindless nonsense that's it just it goes on. It's not interesting. It doesn't intrigue you. It's like modern movies today, like the Fast and Furious franchise, where it's just <laughs> filled with nonsense. And, yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, I, I agree with you about yeah. the Fast and Furious franchise, but it, this isn't anything yeah. like And again, I'm not being... I'm not trying to say anything bad about it. I like watching some of the mindless nonsense, but it gets to the point where I'm not really interested. Okay. okay. Yeah, we can go with that. Well, uh, this isn't mindless nonsense. Okay. Well, so I think <laughs> we'll find out. But <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, any, so you know, no background, no, no nothing. I know nothing. Well, so this is actually the third film version of All Quiet on the Western Front. Okay. There, it's obviously originally a book. 
don't ask me who wrote it. I did look all this up, but I didn't write that bit down. It's not important. <laughs> it's not important. <laughs> it's based on a best-selling book, which, strangely enough, was written after the First World War. Yeah. Uh, and then in 1930, it was made into a film for the first time. Okay. Uh, and then it was made into another film again in 1979, and then just recently. Okay. To go back to the book, do you think the publisher was like, mate, all quite on the Western Front. It's a hard sell. Yeah. It's all kicking off on the Western Front. <laughs> You could probably get behind that. So, I, you know, yeah. I'd question the book sales back then based on all quiet <laughs> in the Western Front kicking off. But, yeah, yeah. it sells, doesn't the it? The shit is hit the fan. Yeah. Sex front. sells all quiet in the Western Front. Oh, okay. Oh, it's like I had a quiet Tuesday. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Right, okay. So, moving on. You're not happy with the title. No, no. Well, you know. False advertisement. Well, what you're saying. Yeah. well, we'll see when we talk about the film. Okay. So we've all seen it. Who's, yep. who's, so who's watched it the most recently? Calendar. I watched it yesterday. I watched it yesterday. I only watched it once a while ago. Yeah. Did you watch it with subtitles or um, dubbed? Dubbed. I watched it dubbed. Because I had the, the idea I'd watch it once, let it wash over me like a waterfall shower, and then watch it a second time to make notes and critique it a bit more. But Hang on, but you didn't watch it twice yesterday? No. No. But so the first time you watched it, you wouldn't watch it. So you were going to yeah, review it. Plot, plot spoiler. You know, would I watch it the second time? I didn't feel inclined. I'd, the need to. Oh, so you haven't watched it twice. I've watched yeah, it yeah. once. <laughs> <laughs> no need to watch it the second what, what, time. What? God, how long did it take us to get there? Yeah, I was just, convinced you'd watched it twice. Yeah, yeah. Well, well I, I wanted to. I was going to convince myself to watch no, it twice. You know, it's as bad as when I with my with Jane Eyre and I sat my O level English literature. And I, I hadn't worked it, so I just went off the TV series. Yeah, well. We still got a B plus. <laughs> Good old English. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. So who wants to go first? I think Callum should go first because he saw it only yesterday, so he's fresh. Fresh. Uh, well, I really enjoyed it. Um, I'm trying to think in terms of, but I'm trying to go. Was it worth a BAFTA? Was it BAFTA worthy? And I go for a foreign language film, probably. I'm not sure if it should have won overall best picture. Um, I, it's most of it's I, most of it I really enjoyed. The ending there was a couple. I know it's tip tapping of paws around us. Mm. Oh look, it's it's the crazy one. Um, uh, yeah, I, I I enjoyed it. There was a couple of weird bits at the end. I thought I'm not sure about you guys. The section where um, the chap's killed by the the uh, farmer's child. Mm-hmm. What was that all about? Like it was a there was a weird thing so it was cutting all over the place and I'm not sure what it was trying to exactly do. I wasn't sure what it was trying to create tension, but it didn't quite work. I don't feel. No. Um, Is it a good time to ask Scott what he felt about that? No, yeah. forget that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sorry, spoiler, Scott. It's all right, we'll um, pass over to the next one. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I try to think of what else. Um, I thought I thought the depiction of the First World War was really good. I love the opening sequence, where it kind of shows you the uh, a soldier on the battlefield who dies, and they take all the the uniform and wash oh, them. Oh yeah, yeah, that, that, was them. that was great. That well. And I like the the sound of the machine guns, how it then replicated through into the sound of the sewing machine. Mm-hmm. I like that. I thought, oh, you know, yeah, that's that's cool. So tick that. I thought that sounds good. Uh, and then. <laughs> so really, Cal, this is just me. I'm you, really it? sorry that I. What I did was, I did some funking, which is like heavy duty thinking, okay. where I thought to myself, right, try and remember, 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 remember. Yeah, you need like, the remember, remember. 
So I ate some remember berries yeah. <laughs> and I tried my best to remember as much as I could. Mm. I'd forgotten that bit, but now I do remember it. Yeah, okay. Um, well, it was good. It was very good. Yeah. And I thought, yeah, the, fa- the fact that they kind of looked at you know, the, the, just the machinery of war where he literally, I mean, if they could have skinned the soldier and put new body parts on him, they'd have done that if they could. Sorry, I keep. Yeah. I do you literally are banging on the. T- I keep the banging my hands on the table like I'm almost five minutes to questions or something. Sorry. Uh, anyway, I thought that was really brilliantly done. Like you just recycled, and then so some poor sod's been excited about getting his uniform. And then he's else. cut out of it, and then some yeah. other poor sod's excited about. It. Yeah, that's yeah. really well done. Yeah. Um, so no, I think the the general depiction, like the the scenes where they arrive at the trenches and that kind of bit, is great. Um, Excuse me. <laughs> He's a loose cannon. This is going well, isn't it? He's a, honestly, he's sabotaging it. Oh, sorry, I'm a, I am a sound man's nightmare. Literally, a sound know. man's nightmare. Honestly, if you fart, that's game over. Yeah. I mean, you say it's a sound man's nightmare. In, it, when we're filming, you literally walk in front of the camera when we're rolling. Like, yeah, I know. That's, that's producer's privilege. We're going, Dad, that's Dad. producer's privilege, that is. Uh, oh, um. I try and remember what other sections. So I think yeah, the picture of the, the the front line was great. If that was the worst thing Harvey Weinstein had ever done, <laughs> I ain't going there. Somebody's going to get cancelled, are you? <laughs> no, he's convicted, isn't he? Yes, yeah, he's been oh, convicted. Yeah, 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 fair play. If the worst thing he'd ever done is walk in front of the camera. Yeah, he did with his dick out. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> <Jesus. laughs> anyway sorry. Anyway, Callum, we digress. Uh, did you yes. think this was happened? Uh, what other notes have you got there, Mike? Because I see you've actually got notes. Well, this is it. So, yeah, visually, I thought it was great. You know, the set pieces, the battle scenes, the models. I'm presuming they're using models or CGI's, which I think, they, I think they lifted from us. Ray Bentos, quite frankly, with the tanks stuff was great. The rifles were great. That sort of stuff. The rifles. Yeah, there's a lot of rifle. Well, just a lot of rifle action when they're in the trenches, and you just thought, yeah. Yeah, there was a there was no, there was a nice touch where they at the beginning when. Uh, they're hearing that noise over the trench and he's like stumbles with the rifle cocking the rifle and yeah. then at the end he's like proficient yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. so I don't you know clearly the, I guess what I'm trying to say is they're not cheaped out on the the visual stuff the stuff you can sort of hmm. um, you know you can look at and almost feel you, know, you can feel the rifle cocked great um, but there was just I don't know I'm, I'm, I'm coming at it from a like the music I'm going to give you a I mean, I quite liked. I liked it. I liked it at the opening. It it felt very much like War of the Worlds. That music, like the sound of the the machines when they kind of come out of the ground. Yeah. Um, especially in the in the in the latest um, War of the Worlds, um, the Steven Spielberg one. I quite liked it beginning. I didn't feel like it completely fit the film at the end. But I liked it how it set the tone at the the beginning. beginning. Yeah. yeah, Yeah. I think it. Yeah, well, you're not the first person I've heard didn't like music. Yeah, just, I just, I just thought, I'd but I, I quite, I didn't have a problem with it. I, I get what it was atmospheric. Trying attention, trying to build, because I'm sure one of the scenes, because again, if I'd watched it the second time, I'd have noted it. It cuts to them just travelling on trucks. You think, mm. wow, yeah, <laughs> good trucks, I guess. I don't yeah. know. I'd get it if it's because of the tank rolling at you or infantry charge. Get that, but just to be then travelling trucks. Does anybody know like, anything about the director? Oh, I can get some stuff up. Uh, what he's uh, but, yeah, I mean, I, 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 I do, yeah, I sort of see it now. I agree. With, mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> again, I wish I had a better memory. <laughs> I know that I did enjoy it. I didn't enjoy it as much as I thought I would. 
I'm a big fan of the 1979 adaptation, which I still think most, most people aren't even discussing that now. It's being pushed aside. Pushed people aside, talk yeah. about the original and this one. The 1979 yeah. adaptation, I think, is really good. It's got old Ernest Boydneen in it. So, uh, sorry, just going look at John the, Boy um, Wilson. I thought of that. Edward Berger is his name, the director, and he directed uh, The Terror with Vinin, obviously. Well, I say with Vinin, Vin's in it for a second. <laughs> sorry, be. Vin, but it's loves you. Uh, and then he's done a few other bits and bobs of TV, but nothing otherwise. That, All Quiet on the Western Front is probably the biggest thing he's done. Yeah. Um, he's got a few good films coming up, but yeah. So, so is the director he directed all of the terror, or is it just like he did an episode? Uh, because most TV shows out. are split up between directors. He did three episodes. Okay, fair enough. So out I don't know how many. Uh, out of <laughs> and how good were <laughs> those episodes? Yeah, we're yeah, digressing yeah. massively. Yeah, yeah, we are. So There's ten episodes. We're in anyway. danger of going completely. Well, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so he's reasonably experienced, but. No. I just, I mean, you know, to, to go through our other notes, we've touched on the French kids sneaking up. There's like stuff I was thinking about. The death of Cat was very disappointing like and, how, and very strangely done. How, how's he got there? How's he snuck up on them yeah. carrying a rifle as, yeah. as big as he is? I find that, found the whole thing weird. Like, what happened to the kid then? Because I kind of thought, did he kill the kid? Well, yeah, because he comes walking out of the woods. You think, yeah. oh, I think we need to make sure that we, we say spoiler alert at the beginning of this. Well, spoiler alert. Thanks, Scott. We'll, Thanks, we'll, Scott. We'll patch that in at the beginning. The very beginning. <laughs> that can be your opening line. Yeah. Excellent. Um, so, what happened to him? You know, where he come from? Because they are running across... Where did he come from? <laughs> <laughs> they are like literally running across a field, then into a wood, yeah, and his, yeah, yeah. his mate's... Is it Paul? Oh, that's yeah, Paul, yeah, yeah. Paul, Paul, Paul. He's sat in the field, supposedly keeping watch. He's, he's, he's asleep at the wheel, because the kid's in the wood... Sneaking up on him and takes a shot. And, he just... and he's not out of breath, that kid, either. He's, he's a not, is he? He's an athlete, <laughs> carrying a rifle. Yeah, as it, big it, it and as felt as like one of those where they kind of weren't sure on the day how they were going to do it. Yeah. And then even then it shot some stuff and then thought, mm, we haven't really shot enough here. <laughs> yeah. We'll just patch something together. <laughs> it was like the movie version of The Apprentice, I reckon. They've just thought, well, that's what we've got in the can, so we'll just have to work with it. So, <laughs> so what's the build-up to the scene with this child? So like, they've, been, they've been to a farm. Yep. It's the second time you've seen them rob this, this same farm. They've robbed the farm? Yeah, yeah like, they've, they've stolen goose. Yeah, right, okay. So this time they've stolen some eggs, mm-hmm. but they've been rumbled, so they are like pegging it across a field. Yeah. They then you know, break up the eggs, drink them, and then the next thing you know, he's in the forest and... The kid somehow has followed them with a rifle and snuck up on Cat and shot him. But then you don't see what happens to the kid. No. Cat comes stumbling no, out of the okay. woods. You think, oh, maybe he grabbed the rifle somehow and killed the kid because that would be quite. Yeah. But, yeah, but there's only one shot, isn't there? Yeah, there's only and one that's shot. The one that and that's yeah. Wounds him. Yeah. Mortally um, wounds him. Shoots him through the liver. I'll take it this place that they're going to where this kid is, it's in like the enemy. Yeah, it's well, in France. That, it's yeah, in right, France. Okay. So the French aren't happy with the Germans yeah. it's not an in their country and yeah. pinching their eggs. Yeah, okay. But it's, so. it's, it's a very strangely edited shot. Put together. Put yeah. together, conceived, whatever. It, the whole thing about it is a bit... It is the weakest part of the film for me. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um, so what did we think about the whole fact that you've got like the, the, the peace talks going on? You're going flashing back with the of the peace talks and then what, how do we feel about that? Why? Um, there's no there's no drama. We, we know that the, the the treaty is signed. Yeah. 
So I don't understand why that was in there. It just there's no tension to it. I I guess there was. I think it was. I mean, there's the, the, there's a bit. I, I get the French are playing hardball. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Sorry, yeah. but you were. What are they trying to say? The French are nasty. Look how nasty the French are to us. Well, you know, we've invaded their country, so I think yeah. they're entitled to be. I mean, and if they want to give you a day old croissants, oh, those nasty French. You know, I just didn't get the whole. It just it broke up the movie. I wonder if it was to set up that whole though end section with, oh, because even they say right at the end, oh, we cease firing in six hours. Like it's the end of war in six hours yeah. after they signed the treaty. So maybe it's just purely to set up that end section where uh, Paul dies. Um, well, it's to make you think, oh, crikey, he got so close but yeah, didn't but, make but, it. But know, they could have done that with like the, Owen, the mad general could have just done that. Yeah. Like, I'm not standing my troops down in six hours. Because he would have yeah, got the order yeah, to say, yeah. six hours of standing yeah, yeah. He'd be like, hold on, I ain't doing that. I'm, yeah. you know, my grandfather, he's like Lieutenant Dan, and he's, yeah. his dad served, his granddad <laughs> served. So <laughs> he's serving and he ain't... So, yeah, I just... I didn't. I thought, is it just to get a named actor in? Because it's your man from... Um, well, it is. It is a vehicle sort of to get a named actor in. Yeah, yeah. For certain. Yeah. And it's a very small part and very... Yeah. yeah, you can imagine the look. Just come along for the day. Yeah. We're done and dusted, and we'll give you. I mean, I thought croissants. it was already well done. I thought there Don't was, wrong. Actually, well there was more tension there in the carriage than there was <laughs> on the battlefield in many ways. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's oh. an interesting topic because I didn't realise until I did read up today that it's that is a close that is closer to the book than either of the other two films. Okay. Uh, yeah. Again, spoiler alert. Yeah. In the other two films. Basically, our Paul is a, an artist, and he sketches things on the battlefield. There's, in the original film, he sees a butterfly collection in his house, and then they thought, "Oh, this is this is a good idea." And at the end of the film, he's he he sees a butterfly, and he starts sketching it. He can't quite see it as well as he, so he just sticks his ah. head above the parapet and he gets it. Um, and then they did that as well in the 1979 version. I, and I loved that ending. Yeah. And I felt that they tried to stick to the book here a bit more, where it just takes you up to the wire, but it didn't work. Yeah. I would rather have seen the whole butterfly thing again. Yeah, I think that would have been a bit more touching. Mm. Yeah. Rather than getting bayoneted through the heart. Yeah. And then stumbling out for a walk. And did you get the end? Because he was, he was. So in the book, it ends, he's he's killed, and then the camera looks over him, like it doesn't order. Sorry, the camera does look over him. And he says that he has like a, a look of peace on his face. Hmm. Did you get that in the film? Um, I kind of saw it more recently. I I saw like asleep. Yes, he didn't look like somebody. When you look at some of the deaths where yeah. there's bits missing, yeah. and you know, he just looked asleep. Yeah, and so I guess it, because I guess the whole thing's meant to be a comparison to like well, not comparison. So it's meant to say. If you went back to like normal life, you would never find peace and never be yeah. kind of happy and always have this terror in, yeah. in him. I don't know if it they they worked on that enough to kind of have that i that idea at the end because you kind of go he's going to go back home and he'll be okay and maybe they need to play on that the, the how this war had changed him. Um, obviously, it changed him. There's scenes where he kills people and that sort of thing, but um, to have that that idea at the end where he is looks peaceful and he's actually more peaceful in death than he would be if he continued to yeah yeah i'm not sure if it quite I don't got think that, that over did come no yeah. um but i think I, I don't i mean maybe it does in the book but i didn't get the 18 month time hop 
because it's just then you, you don't get to oh, see Oh, and his. he's wounded. No, well, so no, it's at the beginning. It starts like 1917. Oh, so right. you think, okay, I wonder when, because you, you think, oh, it ends in 1918, so there can't yeah. be much left. Yeah. So you then see the opening bit, and then it's like 18 months later. And you're like, I mean, that was like November, and it, that turns out it is. It's like November the 6th or something <laughs> it lands at. So it just meant you there, yeah, there was, see, didn't see his <laughs> development. Now, there was quite a big jump. There's a bit, yeah. it just oddly changes, doesn't it? And then the, there's the group of them all sort of sitting... Yeah, they yeah. just start peeling yeah. potatoes, I think. Yeah, that's it. And then, and then yeah. he he runs off with the some three French girls that you know, yeah. sort of comes back with a neckerchief or something. But yeah. it just yeah, it just meant you all you don't get to to yeah know them. You know what what is how, what is his, has been his journey through the mud. I but, think that some of the personal stuff doesn't come across as well as it might. Yeah. I I again I think his friendship with Cat is. It's 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 just about there, but you don't get this it, because of that jump. One moment you've got the cats, this kind of odd sort of like just survivor, yeah. And but you don't really think they could ever be friends, and then they just aren't. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, you first meet him, he tells them to put it, you know the hands down their pants to keep their hands warm. Yeah. That's yeah, you know, nice of them. <laughs> <Sound> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> an older man, <laughs> an older man, been, been there, done that. We've all we've all stood on the side of it. I'm always done a cool day. Yeah. Um, so I just, yeah, it just meant something you're like, well, I can't, I find it hard to invest. If you're going to jump that much time, I find it hard to, to invest. In so that. are we drawing you towards the pie, the film pie that is all quite nice in front? Are you now tempted to buy one? I mean, it sounds intriguing, but maybe at the minute, just so I can watch it and like be able to make up my own determination of, is it actually good and worth watching? I'd say. Because... What is it? You said you've seen it once and you didn't feel the need to watch it again for the second time. Correct. So why? That's, but then that no. doesn't necessarily mean it's a bad film. No, because you're, 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 you're right. It's not a bad film. It's not a bad film. If it's yeah. something to me, if it's oh yeah, it's a good film. Wouldn't watch it again though, or wouldn't go out of my way to watch it again. It's like okay, well it, it was all right, live, but it didn't live with me. Like a, right. a really good film does, yeah. And I can never, I never know when that's going to happen. Went and saw Empire of Light. Couldn't stop thinking about it for days after. Went and saw. What did we go and see more recently? Um, the Fablemans. The Fablemans, which I really enjoyed, but it didn't. I was, it was forgotten day after. Mm. And you, don't, I don't know why that is. And it, this, right. and what All Quiet on the Western Front didn't get me like that. Okay. You know, you could watch back in the day. You could watch an episode of Band of Brothers, and it would haunt you for days. Mm. Um. Actually, episodes of Bands of Brothers haunted me more for days than, say, Price Saving Private Ryan did. Okay. I don't know why, but they just did. You can't explain it. It, mm. didn't, it didn't do that. Um, and the thing is that you either revisit a film because it does that, mm -hmm. or you revisit it because it's just so bloody good that you just have to see it again. Yeah. You know, it's like yeah. Top Gun Maverick at some point. You're going to have to see it again. Yeah. Um, I don't think I thought probably that's going to be the film that's been seen twice or more by. That's probably the. It's, <laughs> That's probably the most watched film ever when it comes to multiple viewings, I reckon. But um, we'll yeah. talk about that another day. Yeah, yeah. nice stat. Yeah. <laughs> to totally unproven, stat but I like I've it. I've just made up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know. Just stat of the day. Trump. Just made it. I think we'll find. Yeah. yeah, some people say Some people say Yeah, some people <laughs> say it. I'm not watched saying it, but some people would say. What, twice yeah. or more. <laughs> so, yeah. So, yeah, Scott. Would I say we watch it? Yeah. Oh, watch I do it, watch it. Because we're going to, this is, just so people know, Ooh. this is the first one. There is going to be a bit of a hiatus because Callum's going to Disney. 
Oh, we might better do one next Monday, later. but yeah. could do one next Monday. I'm I'm available next Monday. We'll just do one without him. Oh, oh yes, Scott. Scott. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Well, well, it's going to take about four people to work all this tech out. Anyway, we could do. Just leave me a notepad. With, you know. We right. could do one next Monday, but we're not going well, to. We'll, we'll do one as soon as Callum comes back from Disney. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. In that, it gives you plenty of time to watch this. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then, then we'll ask you okay. about what yeah. you think. Because you loved it's two and a half hours. So that, two and a half hours? Yeah. So, so that can be an issue because three weeks the, you, well, can you can watch an hour a week. You can have a break. Well, no, I, I don't mean it's an issue as in it's a long film. I, I prefer a long film because when I watch something and it's particularly good, and before you know it, it's over and you think, oh, it's hour and 30 minutes. I know that's like the standard length of a film. It's high. It, I wish there was that little yeah. bit more, but then I mean, you get some films that are over two hours and peaking towards two and a half hours, is, and you think this, this is, is just it though. yeah. yeah. I, I, Two and a quarter hours is it for me. No, oh, okay. I think anything over that, and I start to get twitchy. If you cut I, the I, whole treaty thing out, you, I think the, no. it'd be yeah. bang on. Yeah. But there are some films where I feel like a longer runtime is worse. Yeah, 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 like, yeah, um, well, for instance, Lord of the Rings. They're long movies, but if you watch the um, director's cuts and the extended run times, and they're about three hours long, but it doesn't... Yeah, I don't, three hours, like four hours. I don't get bored of it. I don't okay. like, oh, I wish yeah, this would hurry you up. you like that sort of yeah. genre, so it's your back. Yeah, but I do like that stuff. I, yeah. I like fantasy and... Well, this ain't fantasy. Oh, no, I get that, but it's... I, I get fed up with long films because I just think they, they lack discipline. I think mm-hmm. that one of the disciplines of filmmaking is being able to tell a story in an hour and a half to two hours. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and not and uh, that's a skill. These oh. these direct, you know, there are films that just go. Well, I think for goodness' sake, you can tell the story in half time. Mm-hmm. I'm not interested anymore. But, but yeah. Two two and a half hours at home. Yes. yes. If I'd gone to the cinema for two and a half hours, I'd be like, mate. Cinema yeah. in the woods, interval. Well, that's yes, okay, that's a game I mean, changer. Yeah. yeah you know, I'll just. I mean, we're kidding ourselves that anybody but us and two other people are going to listen to this. But if for chance the big set yes. of our chains are listening. listening. And you'd like to sponsor us. Yeah. 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 Well, yes. number one, yeah. They, they can't afford to sponsor nah. us. Nah. It's going to be somebody else. Well, anybody else yeah. sponsor us. Um, but, yeah, intervals, people, bring them back. Yeah. yeah. Plus, it's made money because yeah. people buy sweets. Top up, innit? So when I was a kid and I did the interval story, I went to see Jaws at East, in Eastbourne. I think it was the Odeon. And those are the days you still had an interval. And we, I, the interval was important to me because I used to get an ice cream. I'd get vanilla ice cream. That was a routine. Great. Yeah. And I would, oh, was I 10? So anyway, off we go, sit down, and then out comes a voice on the loudspeakers. The, it'll be another 20 minutes before the film starts because we don't have the staff to have an interval. So we're having the interval now. <laughs> Gen- genuinely... <laughs> That's what they did, and we waited an extra twenty minutes to watch it. Whilst this young couple in front of us ate one another's faces off for twenty minutes. Get a room. Yeah. yeah well, mean, and obviously yeah. it was just yeah, and then so yeah, an but interval at the we're beginning. We're having the interval now. Yeah. <laughs> See, so they, that, it's all in context. An interval's a good thing. Yeah. But not right at the beginning. <laughs> what what have you intervaled? Nothing. Yeah. So, if there's anybody please. still alive from the Odeon Cinema Eastbourne yeah. who remembers that, yeah. let's let's have questions here. Where were the staff? What were they doing? Unbelievable. Uh, good. I tell you what, though, go and see. If you what a thing to go and see Jaws when you're on holiday at the seaside. Honestly, because I, I wouldn't go paddling. But <laughs> <laughs> that was it. Yeah, yeah but, but put you off going to the sea. Yeah. Into the sea. Yeah. 
anyway, yeah. we, anyway, we, we digress, digress again. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> again, yet again. So I'm just looking through the rest of my notes here. Um, yeah, Mad General. I mean, what happened to him? <laughs> oh, what the one, the one that was like who looked like um, the bad guy from Sonic the Hedgehog? Yes, Doctor Robotnik. Yeah, yeah that's, that's it. I was trying to think where I placed him from. Doctor Eggman, so, or whatever his name is. Yeah, what happened to him? So, you know, because I thought he was either going to kill himself. I thought or that when it went he was going to lead his troops from the front because he wanted just like this is I was born. You know, when he said I was born in the wrong time or something, then fine, get on the front line, mate, and lead your troops. But that was just a thread left blown in the wind. So, uh, do know. Another issue I have with it. Um, yeah. To be honest with you, we always said, well, we like this, and all we've done is pick holes in it. Pick holes in it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but we did like it. We did like it. Well, because I think I appreciate you know, the, 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 the visual experience of it. Is, yeah. is great. The, well, the battle scenes were the fantastic. Battle, yeah. As a, a representation of the horror of war, particularly that war, it was very, yeah. very well done. Yeah. Um, you know, often these films don't touch as well on or, or, or anything that sort of talks about the First World War. It's just, especially from the German point of view, like no food. Yeah. Um, it didn't, which the previous one does, I think, a bit more, show how things were bad, things were at home as well. People were yeah, you didn't, you didn't get the sense because in the letter um, she sends to Cat, it's about oh well, I've sent you sauerkraut yeah. and, and yeah. jam, and you think oh, I thought, oh, I thought by this point the wheels are starting to fall off yeah. a bit. And, yeah, you know, yeah. They're, everybody's they're, they're everybody's eating, starving. They're eating horses, but um, you didn't get the impression from that. So from, yeah, so that and then of course just from action point of view, I mean, at the end of the day, people that like war films do like them because there's action, mm. and the action is really, 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 really well good. done. Mm. Yeah. Um, uh, if, if if it was possible where you could smell what you're watching, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure they would have invested heavily in that. You would have yeah. smelt the mud, smell the sweat, the blood, the mm. horror of it. But yeah, it um, there's just other bits that just didn't just wheel right somebody to... in like halfway with really bad body odor. Yes, <laughs> walk across the auditorium <laughs> back out. Just ran. Put the homeless to work as well. Yeah. <laughs> no. You, of all the people, you've been on about one of us getting cancelled because of this, and you've just gone and got yourself cancelled. No, 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 no. Yeah, cancelled. Cancelled. Talk about the homeless. Cancelled. No, we're not in such a derogatory mash. Why do why do homeless people have a bio problem? Anyway, I'm, no, stop. Yeah. By the big issue, so I'm making good. <laughs> Oh God! Someone had to go there. Yeah. Um, there will be homework for Scott. He's had his homework. Uh, Michael sent you some more homework as well. Oh yeah, we've got yeah. Basically, what we're going to do is that Scott mm. doesn't know this. Scott's going to have every week. Mm-hmm. Mike is going to set you a piece of homework. A challenge. Are we sure that challenge. we trust Mark with this? It's yeah. I mean, I, no. Yeah. yeah who yeah, else? I, I, I wouldn't trust so. anyone. Yeah. I think I'll, else, you know, yeah. I can. I'm, I'm the every man on the street. Yeah. There are gaps if you ask the public and their knowledge, things we don't know, okay. and things only I think you could find out. Okay. So or the, make up. Okay. You're entitled to do that if you well, can't. Oh, well, if you well, can't yeah. find out, you are entitled to. You've make got to up. make. The okay. best okay. guess. So long as you have an answer. Well, let's just answer the question, yeah. Mm-hmm. Just answer For the following question. the following episode, and then generally going to be fortnightly. Yep. Uh, yeah. So and you've even, you don't know this yet, but you've even got your own theme tune. Yeah. yeah. Excellent. So we'll be putting that one in 
at some point when you listen back. Okay. <laughs> first things, and mm-hmm. first, firstly, just we'll clear this up. The hoverboard idea. Yeah. That I put digital currency into before digital currency was. I don't a thing. remember any kind of digital well, currency. I thought I knew well, you would because, because it's, it's it wasn't a thing. It was a well, virtual. Just, I don't, you know, I, I don't remember getting any kind of information well, saying. Oh, by right, the we way, we need context here. Yeah. Okay. We've known each other a long time. Scott has been part of the fold of Tin Hat Productions since 2012, and in 2012, so that's now 11 years ago. Uh, 11 years ago. Scott, who is a bit of an inventor on the quiet, mm. um, he was set. He was given a commission by Mike to make a hoverboard, mm. as, as the hoverboard from Back to the Future, Back to the Future part ideally, two, two. I thought the original idea they was he was gonna it wasn't gonna be exactly the same because he was gonna use hair dryers. Yeah. Well, no, 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 no that's no, 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 what he said. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> anyway, before we go, before we talk, to, before we talk about the hair dryers, okay, which we'll, we'll go on to that in a minute, right? You were given the job of making Mike. So he said, "I commission you to make a hoverboard." You went, I think, along the lines of. That's a piece of piss. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to paraphrase. <laughs> yeah. And we are now in 2023. Yep. And said hoverboard is nowhere to be seen. No. No. So. So we're just writing that off. No, we're not. We're no, going we're 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 to. No. No. Well, we're never going to quite let that one go. Otherwise, what's the point? Well, if it's Dragon's Den, I can't keep putting digital money into <laughs> well, this. Yeah. Well, well. Again, whether or not you've got currently digital form. We, yeah. I mean, Mike claims that he he invented digital currency before digital currency existed because he he thunk yeah. <laughs> he thunk money yeah it just <laughs> happened mm-hmm. I'm thinking money yeah into, uh, your, into your, account. your yeah so that's uh, how it happened virtually yeah uh, is it the fact that you didn't get the money uh, have any because you know what you're like with money you don't really Doing well, no, money. but uh, without funding, it would be you know it's going to be really hard to try but, and invent. Okay, no, make, if we offer you physical cash at the time, if I'd opened a briefcase with like ten thousand mm-hmm. pounds sterling in it, you wouldn't yeah. have taken it. I might have taken it. No, you wouldn't. <laughs> have done. No, you wouldn't. <laughs> you wouldn't have done. Do you remember Scott when we said, "Would you rather have a million pounds or have a field?" The field all yeah. the way. So, yeah. so field. because there's a chance there might be treasure in it. Yeah. But if there isn't, at the end of the day, I now own my own piece of land. But what, but what do would you do with that? a million pounds? I can do whatever I want because it's you, mine. Yeah, but, but you could have said can't. this before. You could buy the field, <laughs> pocket the change. Yes. And well, what if the, the field, field costs like a million pounds? What if it only costs a thousand pounds? It would no, cost if you buy a bit of farmland, it's not going to cost you a million pounds. A couple of acres. Well, it depends. Oh, okay. It could anyway, do. Yeah, but anyway. Basically, yeah, anyway. this is what we're illustrating here is for those that don't know that Scott doesn't think like the rest of the world thinks, which is why we, you know, one of the reasons why we love him, because he thinks lat, well, it's not just laterally, 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 all yeah, over the shop, all over the shop, timey wimey stuff, isn't it? I think it's, it's, a, it's not it's, linear. It's, it's almost like thinking in the fifth dimension. Well, it's almost like the, you have to seed money so, back next. So, so, going back to the hoverboard, at the time mm-hmm. you claimed it would be a piece of piss. Yeah. And you spoke about hair dryers. Not originally, but I do remember the hair dryers. So, because originally when I saw it, I watched. Um, I can't remember what it was called. I watched something. <laughs> it was a new device that was made to help um, skiers. 
back up to where they were coming from. Like a ski lift? <laughs> no, it wasn't a ski lift. It was literally... Use hair dryers on the snow. It wasn't a hair dryer. It was like Honestly, two high-powered hands on either side. Hair dryers on the snow, I'm not invested. Yeah, it was just something so, that they would hold. It was like a... What, like a... like So it blew them up the hill? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, <laughs> don't that but If you have enough of those, if it's strong enough to propel somebody up an incline, then surely enough of them would be strong enough to lift and... So, so you're still saying though you could still make a hoverboard. Yeah, it's, it, you're still the thing is, it's extremely possible. The thing is, you're, you're right because what is inside a hairdryer is just like lots of little fans. So basically, what we're talking about now, all these years later, if you made like a giant, like um, uh, what am I thinking of? Things Board. That fly in the sky. An aeroplane. Plane. You can just know that you control autonomously. Um, a drone. A drone. A drone. So you make it. <laughs> Sorry, my brain subtle. So. So that is what that's like, like lots of little hair dryers, isn't it? In a way. Well, it's a fan. Fact, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that, that's why this is why I love Scott. I'd be thinking what we need is lots of little props, little propellers and motors. He goes, no, they're already made. They're already made. Babyliss, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Clairol. Like, as a long time since I've used a hair dryer. But he's thinking they're already in the shops. All yeah. I need to do is nip down the boots and then... Use my mum's advantage card. <laughs> <laughs> and then so you lash them onto a board. You'd have to probably turn I off mean, the filament bit so they didn't all get hot. I don't know the science behind it. You're mentioning you're the scientist in the group. All, oh my all God. I can say is, if you had enough of them, then yeah. Hmm. I don't think you could because... It's like the whole because the weight of a hairdryer, mm-hmm. right? So every time you add another hairdryer on, you're just adding more weight. More so you're never going to oh, get yeah, And then you stick mic on, you've got no chance. <laughs> you've got no chance of getting that baby off the ground. Yeah, you could put Ted on it. You went yeah. lifting. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so yeah. But no, maybe. But the idea, and also, how do you run? Are we going to plug them all in separately? Or wine them all together? Well, this is what I mean. Like, if, you, if you could, do, I don't know. All <laughs> each we one is got a separate well, you need to you need to work yeah. go away and work it out. You, you know, you could get although like, this is eleven years in the making. You could get like a hundred, two hundred meter length cable. And you do you know what? If I, the had the, if I had the money to do so, I would I would just write a blank check to buy an infinite number of hair dryers. <laughs> <laughs> I just keep going, just keep, keep adding them to yeah. a piece of wood until I can't get any more on. Yeah. So how big is a piece get, of wood? If we get lift, well, it could be infinite because it's an infinite number of hair dryers. Just keep going. Infinite piece of wood. First of all, we could buy a bit of four by two, and mm-hmm. then we got well, no, not four by two. We got a bit of like, plywood, say eight by four plywood mm-hmm. sheet. We get as many hair dryers around that as we can, and then see if we get any lift. If we do, then we put a mic on it, and I guarantee at that point that fucking thing ain't going anywhere. No. <laughs> you might want your receipt on the hair dryers. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm, do you know what? If I had the money, I'd mm. do it. Yeah, okay. I mean, we'd probably black out that whole of Lincolnshire. Mm. Yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> and put a hole in the audience. But it's for science. <laughs> it's for science. Science. It is. It's for science. Uh, Non-science. Right. Anyway, so, anyway. your challenge, Scott, yes. for the gap in the knowledge of the everyday man is, have you heard of someone by the name of Cotton Eye Joe? <laughs> oh, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, for some reason, he has a... He just has this ability to make everybody get on the dance floor. 
does he? he Can't hide you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We all know that. But what I want to know, because we know that, yeah. it's a banger. Mm-hmm. You get on the dance floor, we can't hide you. However, where did he go? <laughs> where did he come from? Well, I'm, I'm not entirely sure. Well, that's your research. That's your research. I'm willing to, so I could figure that out. Where did you come from? Yeah. Where did you go? Where did you come from, Cotton Eye Joe? That's it. Mm. There's a question there. Question. Yeah. That's, we've all moved to, yeah. but it's never been answered. Never been answered. Mm-hmm. It is your job between And apparently now... he stopped somebody getting married. Is we don't well, know why or well, how. That, that, you can answer that too if you like. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, Bourne's yeah. material. Yeah. But essentially, where did he come from? Where did he go? <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, that's your homework between now and when we next convene, which will be when Cam's back from Disney. Hmm. I think it? I can figure that out. Good. Good. That's the mission. Yeah. <laughs> well, don't figure it out. Research it. No, I'll, I'll find it. If you can't find the answer, then you can make something up. I'll have an answer. <laughs> Just come back with an answer. I'll have right. an answer. Okay. Good. Uh, okay. Good. What are you up to? Self-promotion. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> essentially, yeah. So, Which is class. What so, are we up to, Cal? Yeah. Well, what is Tin uh, Hat Productions Well, I'm, I'm guessing... To? Most people that listen to this, because there'll be about five listeners, as you said, will know who we are. But essentially, we are Tin Hat Productions, and we produce feature films. So uh, we've produced Lancaster Skies, which came out in 2019, uh, Spitfire Over Berlin, which came out last year or the year before last? Yeah. I can't remember, 2021? Yeah. And now we're making our third feature film, Battle Over Britain which is in post-production. So, uh, and we're actually we're working on uh, another couple of films, which we pla- one of which we plan to shoot next year. Um, oh, look, he's opening a bottle of water. So when is, um, so that people <laughs> know, Mike's just having a quick drink, when is Battle Over Britain, our third feature film, due for release, or do we not know? So, we don't know exactly. We are scheduled to deliver in August, end of August, if all goes to plan, so my, I would say either be the end of the year, but probably the start of next. Spencer, so if you're listening, could you just send us an email? And let us know. That'd be great. Yeah. Yeah. Much appreciated. Uh, yeah. So essentially, yeah, we're a production company. We make movies. That's what we're currently doing at the moment. We're in the post-production stages. We've picture locked about seventy percent of the film. Um, and we're about halfway through visual effects. And at the same time. We've been working on a next project, which is called Last Days of Dunkirk, which we have a third draft. I think it's third or fourth draft of the script. I think we have a fourth draft, but the front page says third. Oh, <laughs> 3.5. That's the way we roll. Yeah. Uh, which we've just sent to Clydescope. So again, Spencer, if you're listening, let us know. Send yeah. us an email. What do you think? Um, sh- show us the money. <laughs> Please. <laughs> show us. Let's try that. Show us the money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, right, yeah. Anyway, yeah. so that's what we're working on. It's about the, the defence of Dunkirk. Sort of a subject that's really... none of the Neither of the Dunkirk films that I know of have dealt with. We're trying, aiming to deal with that. Uh, I, frankly, am very excited by the script. Uh, we are making it, regardless of... Uh, how <laughs> yeah. in Tim style it yep. will happen yep. one way or the other uh, yeah so that's what we're working on that's, we've already started to uh, 
after I already started doing a bit of production design, a yeah. few props have already been purchased. Well, we had to do that. We we didn't need one, well, but we had to because Callum was doing that thing where he'd get a little bit, oh, you know, not sure, not sure, not sure about it now. And then he started looking at guns. Because <laughs> guns are and cool. And it reignited his passion. <laughs> but it's one of those things that's really difficult when, because with the films we've made, especially with like, so Lancaster Skies, the Lancaster sold it, Spitfire Berlin, I don't think it had the same draw. Um, and it was a COVID film, so it was kind of like, well, we have to make something. But Battle Over Britain is, uh, Battle of Britain is a huge draw. So I was just going, well, is the f- are we a little bit late to the, for the Fusil- remaking Fusilier as a feature? It's Dun- Dunkirk obviously came up, what's that, five years ago? Have we missed the boat a little bit? Yeah, but is the there going to be the interest? As I yeah. said, the actual Dunkirk is very much at the, if anybody that's kind of, interested in the subject of the second world war dunkirk is a big chapter in that war it, it, it resonates so there aren't many people you would meet who would go i don't know what anything about dunkirk and what we're saying is well if you know about the evacuation of the beaches what you don't know is what had to happen to make that happen we all know that ships had to be sent and we know that the private ships and boats had to be you know commandeered people had to stay behind and fight mm. you know that's the only way it happened and yep. that's our that's basically our film and mm-hmm. um, it's going to be a cracker it's tanks tanks yeah it's going to be tanks There's haven't tank. bought a tank yet no but if I, maybe Scott can make a tank because he maybe. could he's maybe yeah. can you make a tank easier than a hoverboard I reckon he could <laughs> does it need to move yes it needs to be a Yes. And it's just, otherwise it's just a field gun, isn't it? Well, I mean, like, is it just a static prop? No. Oh, well, then probably not. <laughs> <laughs> well, wow. that's not the sort of attitude that I want. Emphasis Although, on the probably, though. I mean, to be fair. It wasn't an all. No, I mean, no. to be fair, you know, if it was quite literally, if it was just you need it for to see it on the outside and you're not inside, you know, if you don't need yeah, it to be inside. Ex- just external. I mean, with enough ingenuity... You could possibly make a life-size pedal-powered tank. Pedal? <laughs> <laughs> I did not see it going. I am way. all over that. You, you, could, you could make Fred that Flint work. Fred over there. Like the no, Chuckle not with your feet. Brothers I mean, one of those. you know, like, well, what are you pedalling it with? Yeah. Not saying, with your feet. Not with your feet. It's not a Flintstone. I mean, like with ped- look how pedal. Well, you're pedalling it with your feet then. Oh, because he said Flintstones, I thought he meant feet on the floor and oh, just right, kicking okay, it about. Yeah. No, yeah. but you know, yeah, it'd so basically just be a giant pedal-powered go kart. The little car. That the Chuckle Brothers had. So yeah, they had that little thing that used to ride around in. It was like they used to pedal it. Oh yeah, that yeah. Coke clad yeah. in armor. Yeah. yeah, I mean, to be depending on what you made it out of, you could you could make it that it was light enough that you could get like but four it, would, people would in there. It therefore, not look like a tank. It would look like a jet. A jelly well, that depends on who plane. makes it. <laughs> well, well, that, that, that purely depends on who's making it. <laughs> well, and what you're making well, it out yes there, okay there, okay ladies and gentlemen I'll allow you all in the little that you know now about Scott yeah. I'll allow you all to in your mind's eye think of this tank being pedalled across wherever I mean if you if you built if you built the uh, built the frame of the entire thing and you Put in whatever, or however many seats, whatever, however it's going to go. You don't need to, just one guy pedalling, isn't it? No, you'd have like, you know, two or three people in there. Why do you want more people? Because it's probably going to be fucking heavy for one guy. 
<laughs> it doesn't need to move. But they, yeah, but then, we're getting into hardcore territory here again. You yeah, keep but then throwing you're gonna, people yeah, on you're board. more weight to pedal. They yeah, weigh. You're adding more weight, but there's also extra people to pedal. So it's okay. Mm, it cancels it out. But then you might as well say, well, if you had like a thousand, we're building <laughs> you a thousand people in it. It's it's possible. <laughs> it would, go, it's possible. It would therefore go at a million miles an hour. It just <laughs> can we have like, wow. to see the equation for that? Yes. Yeah, we need the, so, it's in the science of X it's got. times infinity equals speed of light. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the equation. <laughs> Maths and science. Oh my god. It, so, would, it would be possible. It would be possible. Yeah, it would be possible. Wouldn't it just be easier to make a real tank? Because if you can make pedal ones, wouldn't they have just done that? No, this is this is not a this is not a function. This is just a prop for oh, film. Just a prop. Just no, just a prop. So the okay. so when they're pedaling it, mm-hmm. the, the tracks are going round. It's not being pedaled. Well, the thing is, the tracks can be made to move or look like they're functional. So how would you make the tracks? It sounds like he knows functional. how to make this. the tracks yeah. wouldn't so be functional. That's oh, right. Okay, so yeah. they're moving, the but then so what is powering the tracks that are moving but aren't actually moving? Well, you know, it'd be like. Um, it would be slightly off, yeah, yeah, raised yeah, yeah, off yeah. of the floor. Yeah, so yeah, you would have it. No, it wouldn't be <laughs> You'd make it so this thing is going so about like, on... What he's saying is you've got bicycle wheels behind... No, not bicycle yeah. wheels. Well, whatever wheels. Wheel, yeah. yeah. Not whatever bicycle wheels. wheels. You're just describing the soapbox challenge here. I've seen this on Dave. Well, you, basically. <laughs> yeah, that's what you're saying. So it works if it's just based on pushing it downhill. Yeah. It would work. It'd be functional. Yeah, okay. So, but yeah, but what's powering the tracks going around that aren't doing anything? Because the tracks are not on the floor. Well, you could literally have the tracks set up so that they are connected to what a, a motor, perhaps. Well, not, no, they could be connected like a, like to the engine. same thing that like you are pedalling to have <laughs> the wheel. You know. Yes. Mm. Okay. So, in conclusion, uh, what going back to. All quite the rest in front, which we massively diverge <laughs> from. Um, what are people's final thoughts in terms of if it was a piece of pie, was it delicious? Would you go back for seconds, Mike? Well, you'll know my, notice on my notes. I've actually put in summary. Oh, lovely! I know. So, the pie, it looked great, and it probably smelled great. However, upon tasting, <laughs> it was a bit stodgy <laughs> and a bit flat. <laughs> so, how many units did you sell? <laughs> One to myself, and I didn't oh, like oh, it. Okay, right, Andrew. Um, I am going to do that bit. I just wanted to say one more thing because I wrote it down earlier, and it's a great story, and it's very quick. When when the original came out in 1930 in Berlin, when it was first premiered. The Nazis didn't like it. Not right. fun. Not didn't like it because it showed them losing the war. anti anyway. This is goes to show what a bunch of wankers they were. <laughs> right. Plot spoiler. They Nazis went, are wankers. <laughs> they, went, they went to the premiere. Goebbels himself led this. Went to the premiere. Let off stink bombs. Genuinely. Like children. They let off stink bombs. Threw itching powder into the audience. <sighs> released white mice into the audience and shouted Judenfilm at the top of their voices. They're, honestly... What does if, that translate to? Well, they were calling it a Jewish film, like oh, Jewish right, propaganda okay. is what they were kind of trying to say it was. But honestly, stink bombs, itching powder. That is... And we didn't see then 
what a bunch of arseholes they were. <laughs> anyway, anyway, I'll just leave that with you. Look it up. It's an interesting story. Nazis, wankers. So, uh, pie. <laughs> pie. Pie. The crust, when I saw that crust, when that first trailer came on, that crust had me salivating. So, the crust, fantastic. As a, yeah, did I want to eat that pie? Boy, did I want to eat that pie. Definitely. Though, although, when I got the pie, when I did start eating the pie, it was a little bit, in places, a bit like the bargain basement bird's eye pies that they do, where they've got like four bits of chicken in and just a few peas. Hmm. So, although the bits of chicken and peas, when you found them, were delicious and did, and the pie crust was represented in that filling, there wasn't enough of it. So, therefore, it ended up being a little bit disappointing. So, that's why... In point of fact, I haven't gone back for seconds, even though I was told last week that I should. But I just still didn't. No. So there we go. So it's very, very good. But it's yeah. a. It, should it have won a BAFTA? Best of milk? No. No. Yeah, I, I, I really enjoyed it. I I think the the end let it down. You're not doing this as a pie related. Oh, sorry. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to let him go with it, but yeah. Uh, sorry. So uh, again, the, the crust, the, the the pie itself from afar, seemed to be up my street. I was like, "Yep, I want that pie. I want to sit down and enjoy that pie." When I got the pie, started eating it. Great, really good. But then I discovered towards the end, it was a little bit overdone. Well, I like that. Yeah. A little bit overdone. A little bit overdone. Um, yeah, I'd agree. Wasn't quite the the. I'm gonna I'm gonna say it was an apple pie. Apple was a little bit sour. It wasn't quite ripe enough. Yeah. And um, needed some cinnamon, didn't it? Yeah. And yeah. I, would I go back for seconds? No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't go back for seconds. But I would probably recommend someone else that piece of pie. I'd say it'd be worth having that pie. Thanks, Scott. Yep, Scott. I was just thinking in terms of sell, you know, trying to sell me on this pie. It, it kind of feels like it would look great, but. Upon consuming, it turns out it's not apple I, and it's rhubarb. If if the pie wasn't so big, so I don't like rhubarb. If it wasn't such a big piece of pie, I think yeah. it'd be better for it. Yeah, if a smaller pie, would a smaller be pie, yeah. I think you'll have it and you'll be like, oh yeah, I'm quite enjoying this. And this is, in the end, this becomes a little bit too much. Yeah. So what we're doing is we're saying because we could go, don't eat that pie. It was mm. rank, but we're not saying that. Well, we're it kind of feels like you are saying that in the And actually, some people might not like that pie. Others might like it more. Others might think it was absolutely the best pie they've ever had. Mm. You might be one of those people. Yeah. I mean, uh, I'll give it a try. I'll try the yeah. pie. Try the pie. Something try tells the pie. me try the pie. I'm not going to like it. Try the pie. Yeah. But, you know, as I always say to you, ease off on the custard. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> well, it helps. Yeah. If, it, if it's a bad pie, the custard helps. It does out. help. You but know. you know what you're like with custard. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it gets everywhere. Yeah, yeah well... In your eye. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so if you have sat through, how long are we calling it? An hour and five minutes. I'm sure this is going to be edited. Yeah, please please tell me. You'll see how much was rubbish. <laughs> You'll you see how much is yeah. cut out. So yes. we've recorded for an hour and five minutes. So yeah. thank you for listening to our 10 minute podcast. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, thank you, five listeners. Yeah. Uh, we should all be our family. Yeah. No, they won't. No, they won't. I know there are people this, out this there. Off. We'll I know there are people out there that will be we'll get sponsorship. Yeah. yeah, we're getting corporate. People on this. over there in the US of A, we've got them. 
We've got them. Yeah. There's a fan base. Yeah. They're going to think they've got British royalty sat around the table yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they will. Like Harry Potter. Wait till we get sponsorship. Harry Potter's yeah. not royalty. I think we should be sponsored by Mr. Kipling. There's a thought. <laughs> no, <laughs> certainly not Birdseye, because when you listen to this back, you slag them off. I can't believe in that corporate rookie mistake. Well, they do that thing where they literally put three pieces of chicken and four peas in. Yeah. Right. Birdseye, if you're listening, I like your products. I'm open. It's fine. <laughs> All right, anyway. Other pies are available. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Let's uh, call, it, call it there. Thank you very Shall much. Yeah, thank you. Toodle and bit. bye. Bye, bye, bye.